0: Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast.
1: This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit
0: back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. (laughs) Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. Today we are super excited. This is actually episode one of season three. Can you, can you guys believe that like wow that just blows me away three seasons two years two years that's so crazy that's so crazy uh well we've got an exciting guest today we've got michelle duran sanderson before we get to michelle and bring her in and figure out uh what michelle is up to these days and and hear some of her stories let's Check in with, well, we'd normally check in with Brad and Eric, but Eric has decided to, you know, go Chicago and and uh, uh he texted us a little bit ago. He's on his way back to the airport. So Eric is not here with us today. I mean, that's kind of nice because we don't have to listen to a bunch of real estate crap.
1: Yeah, it's so nice not to have to listen to real estate stuff. It's so great. I I, I think we may have to let Eric go from the podcast. I'm so sorry, Eric, to, that you have to hear it this way. He's gonna be so but upset. not. you're you're out. You know, I just you you know if you can't make it to the podcast on time, it's it's you know.
0: Sorry, bro. Well, we know that he's not in his pool because he has not spend he has <laughs> in his pool this year but brad what's what's going on in faith well i have to tell you this weird
1: story this has nothing to do with the podcast or anything but i have to tell you this weird story i broke the back window of my uh 2010 uh equinox which is a piece of shit i mean i i hope chevrolet is never a sponsor of our podcast but (laughs) i don't think that's a danger but um I, I pulled out of my driveway. I, I live out way out in the sticks, probably a hundred yards from my house. I'm probably going like maybe 35 miles an hour. And I hear this pop and I start looking around. And I'm like, What the hell was that? And I look in my back, my rearview mirror. And there is a hole in the middle of the back glass of this equinox. And I'm like, how in the hell? There's nobody else around. There's nothing around. Like somebody was target practicing. Well, you would think, but there's nobody around. There's no, it's, hey. it's country. I aliens. live on the sticks, by the way. The aliens. Probably aliens. I think that's the only logical explanation. <laughs> it's Rockham, it's uh Occam's razor.
0: You guys may have seen on Facebook that I just uh, completed a not me, but I was a producer of a film that we shot at our house this past weekend for a project called the 48-hour film fest uh project. And it's the, uh, in short, it's the largest film competition in the world, and if you make it all the way up. Uh, you could actually go to Cannes and uh, be a uh, nominated for Academy Award. So uh, that would be cool. That is a super high end and, and we have no idea what's going to happen. But I, I tried to count it up. And I think it's Cannes. Cannes. It yeah. Con it's con. Film Festival in the <laughs> south of France. And uh, that's the Oklahoma coming out. But uh, so in 48 Right next hours, to Nice. This is nice. I slept six hours and 48 hours and brain cells dead, eyes bleeding. It was just um, chaos. And today, so we got to do a quick turnaround. We finished that, put the house back together. We leave for a cruise on um, Friday and today our house won't cool. Luckily, it's not 105 like it was this past weekend, but um, it's still in the upper 90s and still humid. And now I'm in my office with fans going on every part of the house to move air around. But I am sweating. But um, so now I, we got to get an AC guy out here to hopefully do that in the, in the next two days. So crazy, crazy. Eric would, oh yeah, Eric's not here.
1: I was re listening to some episodes thinking, what am I going to replay? You know, what am I going to rerun? And I, I just happened to get in the Julie Stevens. Story and she and she mentioned your name (gasps) me yes you're kidding and I'm like wait a second we're gonna interview her she just mentioned that Scott had a crush on her
2: that's so funny and
1: that is I love yeah I love i love when we piece things together yeah the the
2: the, the crossing of paths is pretty fun isn't it it's very yeah true. i was
0: like julie shut
2: up <laughs> what oh. the hell god dang it that's awesome i love it oh my gosh i hope she's well i see her facebook oh. posts all the time she's doing like, she's oh. doing
0: great she's uh, talking doing about great. another one that looks lovely she looks like
2: brick shields
0: i
1: mean
2: he does like she does. i mean what is up god with that? God
1: dang that is not fair that somebody just so gets fun. better looking
2: better looking with age yeah. we're, we're all well preserved we'll put it that way in many in many cases
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so, some of many us have reasons. more preservatives than, than others but.
1: yeah i have a lot of preservatives
2: <laughs> <laughs> as do i oh that's funny
1: so Michelle, we don't know each other, right?
2: I don't think so.
1: Yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't remember you at all. I don't think we ever worked on a ship together.
2: I don't think we did. And you know that makes me sad because I always love working with Brad Brad Stinson. Um, I always love working. I might have to put my glasses. I love
1: it that you so do the glasses. I, I always the, the occasional
0: it. glasses the
2: occasional, thing. Occasional,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me let me get are right, right here, and I have been really close, yep, yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> that's age creeping up on us but yeah it's always fun to work with fun people and and you just never know who's working on shit well
0: hey so let's jump on into the show and welcome to michelle dren sanderson uh great to have you
2: well thank you very much it's been a long time yes it has been a really long time gosh i don't even know how long it's been it's been what
0: Twenty-five years,
2: maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-five I years. Calculate for <laughs> math. Yeah. Yeah. 25, 27 years. Yeah, something
0: along that line. Michelle, so hey. I, so you know, it's been a while since we've talked, we've been on the ships and stuff, but let's get an origin story from you and can kind t- of tell us what you did before ships and how you came on the ship, you know, how that all happened.
2: Well, uh, my name is Michelle Doran Sanderson, and I grew up in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, As a dancer, I started when I was about three, kept dancing from then on. My mom, I remember, tried to stop me in the summers and say, no, 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 we got to do other things. And I said, no, 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 this is what I'm going to do. And so that's what I did. And, uh, you know, I went to in high school, I got jobs at local theme parks, Busch Gardens, gardens williamsburg king's dominion college wait you were I,
1: dancing at williamsburg
2: yeah i did i danced in williamsburg um for wow. three seasons i was a german dancer so ah. they put they put all the highly technically trained dancers in the german show because you have to be able to shanae turn in a circle and that's not
0: easy no what, <laughs> how do you say shanae in german
2: uh <laughs> you had to be able to turn as well as turn in a circle. So because the stage was circular. And so if you went straight, you'd end up downstairs into the audience and you know breaking your neck. So you had to be able to turn in a circle with a partner um holding your hand above your head. So that was really interesting. Yeah. Like a music box. Think of a music box. Oh. That's choo, exactly choo, what it looked choo, like. Choo, choo, choo. Yeah. 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 So um did that I
0: kind of I kind of real quick, I got I kind of got that from my mom too, because out of high school after Dirty Dancing came out, and I'm like huh? Ooh, I got to do that yeah. and meet chicks. So, yeah. uh, no, so I was a ballroom and country Western dance teacher and said, you know, was instructor and stuff. No, you can't do that. You n- That's never going to do yeah. anything. You're never going to go anywhere. <laughs> You're like, not going to well, make any
2: money. You're not it's gonna make fun. Any money. parents. Okay. You know, I get the practicality of it, but you know what? It is passion. I just did it because it was passion. So in college I, um, danced, I was a dance major, but I left college early uh, and I got on chips. I auditioned um, for a ship in 1988.
1: How did you know that it was a ship audition?
2: They advertised in Backstage Magazine. Backstage, and you, you used to actually, if you were a performer, you would get Backstage Magazine. And there were, you know, articles, ads, things like that, that casting directors would put out. And they'd say, okay, we're doing a, you know, we're doing a cattle call. Uh, and this is the date. This is the time. Show up. And uh, we'll get you in, we'll teach you a routine. And then they start narrowing people down. And, you know, eventually that's what happens. Um, For my first ship, however, I remember I auditioned for it in New York. um, And it was a really tiny little cruise line. It was Chandris Cruise Lines out Mm -hmm. of Miami. And the production company that did it was in New York. Um, it was a couple, the name, their names slip my mind, but, oh, Greg and Connie Stevens. That's Connie Stevens. Yeah. I think that's who it was. And I auditioned in their apartment and their, I apartment said Connie
0: was- Stevens, at old, like, no. TV yeah.
2: Covers? Yeah. No, it was Connie. Con- Greg and Connie oh, okay. were their names. I can't okay. remember the last name. Don't quote me on Stevens. Um, it's crazy. And I auditioned in their apartment. Their apartment was probably the size of my walk-in closet. It was crazy. <laughs> Go
0: in the the hall by the door. Yeah,
2: I remember things being piled to the ceiling and thinking to myself, how in the world do these people live in this apartment? You know what I mean? Because they had like costumes and they had sewing machines and they had all these things and they were producing these shows out of their apartment in New York. And so they were like, yeah, we're going to put you on a ship. We're going to send you to Miami. We're going to, you know, you're going to get on this ship and you're going to do shows. And I was like, okay. Instead of going to Miami though, they put me on a ship. They put me on a ship out of Brazil. So I had to literally get what? on a flight, get on a flight from the United States and go to Brazil, get on the ship, learn the show, and then transit back to the States that way. And the funny thing was, is that the Brazilian flight, the flight that I got on was the very first flight that I had ever been on in my life. And so I'm getting on this flight that's 18 hours long <laughs> and I've never been on a plane before.
0: I and, didn't know any ships. Wh- wh- that was seems it?
1: really unusual. Yeah, were they it was built weird. in Brazil or are they?
2: No, they were t- Touring, um, they were doing it uh, uh, an around the world cruise, and it was the end of the cruise. So they wow. hit Brazil, and they were they had just come around the horn. They were in Brazil for like two or three days, and I ended up getting on this ship and working on this ship all the way through the Caribbean and then back to the United States. So I was on the like the last wow. segment of it. Wow. It was really interesting. And it was fun. I had a great time. But it was the first time that I have had ever been on a ship, ever been on a plane. I was a little little freaked out about being on a plane for that extended period of time, especially not understanding what turbulence was and things like that. And then (laughs) trying to get into the airport, you know, them circling around and, you know, finally landing. And then being in on the ship, having it not moving, but having it moving and being that sensitive to the motion, you know, Uh Um, even while it was in port. So it was really interesting. But that was my my first ship experience. And then eventually I ended up realizing that, you know, maybe that kind of ship wasn't the kind of ship that I wanted to be on. And I started. How big
0: a ship was that?
2: It was really small. It was probably like 600 people. And it was a 50 year old ship. And it was a ship that used to take on water as ballast so there were no fins that like balanced the ship in storms uh, it was literally a, a it used to be no old,
1: stabilizers
2: no stabilizers yeah it used to be an old troop ship i guess they brought troops over to normandy or something like that and it was just it, it was a really old man really old ship that's but crazy I had, that's a size a, of a, bi-
0: a large tinder <laughs> yes
2: basically and it was a greek ship which was even in, more interesting so um because the dynamics of you know the staff were different and the crew was different. And then the the, the captains and the, the, the officers were different. And then you've got the dancers thrown in there who are American and English. And it was just a really interesting dynamic. So <laughs> but it was a great first ship experience, you know, because it was definitely a conglomerate of a bunch of different people. So
0: how was it? when you, on your first ship, how was it when you were dancing for the first time while the ship was rocking?
2: Well, there were times when you would dance, you would dance and the ship would move. And because they had no stabilizers, everything on the ship would start to slide and you would slide along with it. And then it would go back the other way and you would slide (laughs) along with it. Yeah. Um, There was, you know, a few times when right before shows, it was pretty rocky and And I remember um, seeing the ship list, all the tables in the showroom started to slide across the dance floor. And then you'd hear in the background, (laughs) all of the glasses falling off the bars and breaking, you know, and, and then you'd see it go back and you'd think, how am I going to do that like big, huge kick and then land in a split if I don't know if the floor is going to be there when I get there? <laughs> you know? Or it's going to be two inches lower and I'm going to like pull something, right? So that was the biggest fear, I think, because we had to do jump splits in this French number, land in, in the corners of the stage. And we were all just like going, oh my gosh, I don't know if the ship's going to be there when we get there.
0: That's crazy. Did anybody yeah. ever fall? Or
2: I don't remember anybody taking any huge spills during that because I think think they were we were all well seasoned enough to have really good balance, but that doesn't mean we didn't stumble, you know. But I don't know that ever, anybody ever took a really big like stumble. I remember passengers did all the time. Of course, they were probably drinking, but you know it was one of those things where you know I'd see that all the time, but not not uh, none of the dancers after that. You know, it was one of those things where I tried to get onto a larger line because I wanted more opportunity to be able to shift around and to be able to learn more about what was going on around me as opposed to just being in a silo and just dancing so i i don't even remember how i got the job at norwegian i think norwegian was the one that i actually auditioned for and it was in, I think, Chicago because I was living in Indiana at the time. That's I remember, weird I remember that they like, would
1: audition in Chicago.
2: Yeah, they did a lot of major cities back then. They only oh, went to like the okay, major cities. Okay. They, they didn't go to like Oklahoma or they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because
1: oh, <Scott. laughs> why would you go to Oklahoma? Yeah. I'm, I, in I, Oklahoma. I I'm in Oklahoma, too.
2: They used to go to, you know, L.A., New York. Orlando, they'd go to Tennessee, they'd go to like Chicago, they'd go to the major metropolitan areas. Yeah, the I only backstage
0: just, we know in Oklahoma is backstage.
2: Backstage. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, I think I remember going to an audition there with a lot of people and thinking to myself, am I going to get this job? But I went in with no cares. You know, I, I didn't care about the fact that I was, you know, going to get the job. I just went in and I just thought, okay, it's a class, it's a free class. I get to go in and I get to dance for a few hours and and do what I love and and not worry about it. And so that's what I did. I just went in and I threw my cares to the wind and just said, go in there, balls to the wall and just have a blast. And that's how you get the job.
0: Now, was it very cut and dry, kind of like a Las Vegas thing? Like, uh, all right, uh, everybody on this side out, you four stay and you're too tall, too short, too fat, too thin too you know, like, yes, yes, yes. No. I mean, was it Cut, the like, audition
2: process. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was pretty much like that. I mean, they, they would do um, they you'd go in and you do like basic movement. If they, if you could move, then they'd line you up and they'd go, okay, yes, yes, yes. No, yes, 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 yes. No. It's literally like a chorus line. So when I, I remember doing a chorus line later in my life, thinking to myself, God, I feel like I'm in a cruise ship audition. I'm all know? the way and, back here. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it, that's what it was. But then after that, once they knew you could move and once they had the right type, Then they'd go in and they'd give you the audition combination, you know, with the triple turns and the kicks and the splits and, and you know, all that stuff and, and the split leaps and everything. And, they would make you do that. And then they'd have you come up and do it in groups so that they could really get a good eyeball on you. And then once they did that, then they'd cut it down even more and then they'd go, okay, who do we need? Do we need boys? Do we need girls? How many? And then they'd figure it out from there. Now,
0: did you ever whatever. have anybody that, stay, that stayed with you in the um, audition practicing going onto the same ship? Or you, you said a lot of them were,
2: um, you know, went
0: to the different ships.
2: It, when we went to the auditions, a lot of the people that you will go into those auditions with, you would never know. Um, it was just a cattle call. So it was literally them compiling a cast of people to send to a ship that that fit very probably similar to what they do with plays and things like that, where, you know, they kind of look at families of people or they look at groups of people and they go, OK, is this the kind of look that I want for that specific show? And then they'd go, okay, yeah, this is it. We're gonna we're gonna cast all of these people as this one cast. This will be th- these fifteen people, and they're gonna rehearse the show based on their skill set. They put everybody in the same room, but then they'll start splitting everybody up into casts so they can block it.
0: So, how long were you on? And that was NCL.
2: That was NCL. Yeah. NCL.
0: How long were you on there?
2: Um, I was on there probably two and a half, two and a half to three years, maybe. Um, I did. The the I was on the Song of America. The no. Southward
0: Song of America
1: was world Song Caribbean. Song of America was Royal Caribbean. Royal
2: Caribbean. Oh, see, so yeah, NCL. I wasn't there for very Gosh, long. Gosh, you're
0: old. You can't even remember God, that. <laughs>
2: and they were white ships. <laughs> they were white ships, and it was they were really small. What? So you know, when
0: did you come over to um, Royal Caribbean?
2: I started in Royal Caribbean in the nineties. Okay, so it was like the early nineties. And the Majesty was my first ship.
0: When, when were you on the Majesty? Like, what year was that roughly?
2: Ninety-one, maybe. No, no had to it have been
0: ninety-two? Had been ninety-two? 92?
2: Yeah, it was. It was very early in my Royal Caribbean career, and the Majesty was my first ship. And okay. Then I went to the Monarch, and then I went to the West Coast. Who that might have been when I was on the South. I, I yeah. So
1: were you switching back sad. and forth? between lines you're switching switching back back. yeah that's back and
2: forth and and they all start to mush together after a while
1: yeah that's so hard to remember because i kind of did that for uh, yeah not even not nearly as long as you did but I mean, I just did that for just a, a yeah. short and amount I of time and probably- it is so hard to remember.
0: Now, when you, when you came on to the majesty, I think that's where we met um, on the majesty because I, so. I was on the, uh, uh, the first two years of the majesty, 92 and then 93 and 94, because you were, I think on the majesty, you were um, crew staff, right? You, or the sports director I was or Yeah, I
2: was crew staff. Actually, I joined that ship. Um, Dave Bandipass put me on that ship. I remember. Okay. That's like a last from the past. That was my first mega ship. I was crew staff. And I remember I was so excited to be there. Now,
0: oh, was that God. your first ship not, as a, not a dancer? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: Yes. I was actually crew staff on that ship. And then I think I was crew staff or probably a contract. And then I came back. I remember as a production stage manager, but it wasn't on the majesty. It was on the Monarch. Then I stayed on the Monarch for like a year, year and a half. And then I ended up going to I think the Nordic Empress because okay. my ex-husband was the assistant cruise director there. Who's that? Chuck Perry. Okay. He he was the assistant cruise director there and then I ended up getting off ships. I didn't know that. that you guys were married. Yeah. Okay. And so um we met we met on ships which is fun. Oh,
0: okay. Now was well, this before or
1: after he did the gong show?
2: Uh, I don't know about the, gongs, <laughs> know
1: the gong. Show. Wasn't that Chuck Berry that did no Chuck, was I thinking Chuck of the wrong Ray. that was Chuck Berry with Chuck a B. Barry. Oh Chuck, Perry. B.
2: Chuck Perry. Perry. Chuck <laughs>
1: Perry. Okay.
0: There you go. There you go. It's fun yeah. to drink wine. <laughs> <It is.
2: laughs>
0: now when you um, were so who'd you when you were on the when you took over stage manager, who was your who was the who'd you take over for?
2: I took over for Steve Ennis. Do you remember Steve Ennis? Yeah.
0: yeah. <gasps> oh, wait a minute. So I'm dying to find this if if you were a part of this. It was either the Majesty or the Monarch, but I know Steve Ennis uh, did it and a number of other, other people. Um, but did you do a number, a Janet Jackson number, a "Slave to the Rhythm" or something like that?
2: No, we used to do that um, that crew show, not the crew show, but we did that number. Oh, of, you
0: guys did leave this hat leave on. Leave
2: your hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Leave
0: ah, hat on. love every had, version yeah. of that. That's just so wrong.
2: We did leave your hat on. That was.
0: Funny. <laughs> I have pictures from that. So. You wore, You I guys don't... wore hats. I, yeah. I don't. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, you were just looking at her legs. That's sorry.
0: All. Sorry. Some people <laughs> okay. said there was hats and chairs involved. I don't know. I, I, there were hats I and was, chairs involved. I was blinded yeah. by.
1: Uh, we are but, uh, we are not here to objectify women.
2: <laughs> That's all right. It was it was the it was the nineties. Now, did but, you dance
0: with Steve on when when you both? I did
2: not actually. Okay. Um, Steve actually danced, I from what I understand, ironically, I actually did dance on the ship, not with Steve and i only danced under duress because i used to fill in for anyone who got sick as a production stage manager because i was a dancer obviously and they would go oh we need someone to fill in oh michelle can do it she can do anything <laughs> and so they would teach me these numbers at the last minute and i would get on the stage in front of 600 people and execute these sh- these numbers for 3 minutes not having danced in forever blackout
0: you run down the hall video wall
2: blackout that's exactly what I would do I'd be standing at the with the calm going call the you know calling video walls and hydraulics and yeah. you know go 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 and and it was ridiculous I'm standing there in feathers you know and and all this it was <laughs> it was ridiculous anyway but fun don't get me wrong yeah. fun but crazy so just- i did a
0: uh well, I was let's see where was I? stage manager first I think it's song America I was a stage manager but And one of the backstage guys, you know, they were like, well, nobody else wants to do this. And none of the other stage staff wanted to do this. And it was like this, you know, 11 foot alligator and land and make believe. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, I can, I can, I can spread these, you know, four curtain pulls out to, to go play alligator in the audience and dance on the and stuff. So I did that a couple of times. That was, that was really funny. I would still love to find the video where in a fight sequence on the stage, my beak went around this way and I couldn't see anything. And I walked right (laughs) off the front of the stage and 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 uh, and and the whole cast was laughing at me and, and helped me back up and you it's know
2: funny.
0: missing my cues run down you know the steps that like that are like this yep. thin you know the whole yep. walls the same
2: you'd slide down them and crazy
0: it's let's uh, let's uh, jump into some ship stories so okay uh, tell I have us a some couple. couple okay
2: I have a couple yeah awesome um, I remember I was working on uh, I was a company manager. Um, this was early on. What's, in a, my
1: what's a company manager?
2: Company manager is a person that does, they're basically the administrative lead. I was company manager and dance captain at the time, actually, um, because I had to block the shows mm. and I had to make sure that the cast was in the right place and that they, you know, executed the shows to their, the best of their ability, the way that they were placed on them during the rehearsal period. And a company manager as company manager, I was responsible for doing all the reports, making sure that the administrative stuff for the cast was taken care of. You know, whether it was getting someone to the ship, from the ship, you know. All this
1: corporate tra- bullshit.
2: Yeah, travel arrangements, all that stuff. So that was kind of like my side gig as a dancer, right? So I was in the cast, but I was also doing the dance captain role and the and the company manager role at one time. Um, depending on the size of cast, sometimes they have separate company managers and dance captains because of the workload. Um, but on the smaller ships, um, it was out on, I believe, the Sunward 2. Um, on the West coast that I was there. And I remember it was a port day. We were in Ensenada, Mexico, and it was a show day. So, you know, the biggest fear for a dance captain and a company manager is that the cast is not going to make it back to the ship.
1: <laughs> um, at which, which, is, which is, which is always 50, 50 in Ensenada yeah, because that's, you know, papas and beer.
2: Yep. That is it. You know, it's Ensenada was always my biggest, such a great port for crew. You know, the shopping's great. You can find great leather goods there. You can go to the little hole-in-the-wall bar that's nowhere near the tourist area and get great beer, you know, great tacos and you know, all that stuff. But as a company manager, my fear was always um, someone is not going to make the ship. Port day passed everybody's on the ship safely. I was really happy about that. I made sure. I was like, okay, I'm checking all the rooms. I'm making sure everybody's here. You know, check, check, check. Everybody's in. Okay, we've got show tonight. Everybody needs to be there at, you know, six o'clock because the show's at 7.30. We want to make sure everybody's preset, ready to go, and that we can warm up and and all of that. 6.30 comes around and I don't see a female singer. And I'm thinking to myself, where is she?
0: Where do you think I can sing? (laughs)
2: Why is she not here and so I call her cabin and she's there she's just death warmed over and I'm thinking what is going on why is she so I go down to her cabin Uh, she opens her cabin door white as a sheet she's had a hot dog out of the carts in Ensenada, Mexico, kind of like those dirty water dogs that you see in New York City.
0: (laughs) It may not be all beef. That may not.
2: Well, remember when you go into Ensenada, they always say, don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. Don't eat anything that's been dipped in water. Always drink bottled water. Never eat, never Mm. drink anything with ice and Montezuma's revenge. (sighs) hit my cast with a vengeance on this singer. And so I called it Ensenada's Revenge. <laughs> but yeah. the bad part was, is that I was an hour to show and I had no female singer. She was not going to be able to step on that stage and, and hold her cookies. The cruise director came to me and said, Michelle, you have to go on. And I went, no, <laughs> I am not going on as a singer. Are you insane? And she's like, yep you're going. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. This is a girl who is afraid to talk on a microphone at that, like at that level, at that time in her career, she was afraid to talk on a microphone, let alone put her on a (laughs) microphone to sing. And she's like, you're going to be fine. She gave me this pep talk. You know, you're going to be great. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're going to be so awesome. And I'm thinking to myself, you have got to be kidding me. And all I could think was at least I know we're blocking, right? But the bottom line was, is I didn't know any of the worst of these songs.
1: And yeah. So, people, like, can you imagine having to go on and sing <laughs> a, was, a whole
0: show and not be a singer? I think I would have ran back to her cabin and drank some of her water from
2: me. Too. So I, was, I was petrified. My knees were knocking. And I remember putting on her costume and thinking to myself, I am going to just put my foot in it. Thank goodness we had a strong male singer because kind of took the lead on that kind of pushed me around the stage and like, well, didn't necessarily push me, but kind of led me around the stage when I wasn't sure. Luckily I knew the songs to the point where I could sing it halfway decently, but there were like a couple solos in there that I just went, Oh my God, I just don't even know how I'm going to do this. And, and I did it, but And and I got through it, and you know, the applause was great, and and everybody was grateful and thankful. And I just remember walking off the stage going, I am never, I never ever. I
1: I can't even imagine how scary that was.
2: I was just talking about
0: throwing into the fire.
2: I I think I went, I think I went down to my cabin and I like drank a bottle of something because (laughs) I was just so not not embarrassed, but just so petrified that that I because I'm such a (laughs) professional. I'm such a perfectionist, you know. And and I love to to make sure that everything gets done right. And well, because you know, it's it's you know, representative of me and I just didn't want to disappoint anyone and all I could think was the show must go on and I'm the person who's going to make it happen and it was just Not my ideal moment.
0: A thousand lies. You do a solo. You're on the stage probably by yourself on a spotlight.
2: In the spotlight going, please, dear Lord, just get me through this. I will do anything you want. Just get me to the end of this 30 minutes.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Did it help any at all? Like, you know, a lot of people don't understand when you're on stage and you have the full lights, especially the spotlight, and even on like the Majesty and Monarch and Sovereign, the spotlights were at the back of the house, but usually, you're down here in a theater the spotlights are up here and, and they that, you know, that beam, it doesn't yeah, really gold. matter. Um, if on those ships there, it's kind of like right here. So it hits right you in right in the face. face. Yeah. But did you find that that helped a little bit where you couldn't, it blinded couldn't you really and you see, couldn't see the faces. audience?
2: Yeah, it did help us. So it kind of, you didn't see any of, of, put, of this. <laughs> it
0: kind
2: of put me in a, um, it kind of put me in like a, a haze, you know, and so I kind of felt like almost it was dreamlike walking through the 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 show wow. itself. And and I was just so grateful that I made it to Bows and that I got the heck out of there. You know, where's it was just of, really, really where's my crazy. bottle
0: of Jaegermeister. Right. Wow. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's crazy.
2: The cast took me out for drinks that night. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you need to because I just, yeah. I never wanted to do oh, that again.
0: Okay. So I got to ask, do you have yep. that video?
2: No. <laughs> oh my God. No. And if I do, it's on VHS and probably like completely demagnetized by now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be great to include with your story. Oh my That's gosh.
2: funny. That's that is funny. But I do have a couple more. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I uh, remember on the majesty, my first ship getting on and I'm so excited to uh, be a crew staff member. Right. And, you know, crew staff work really early and really late. And I remember coming in late, late, late one night, like probably two o'clock in the morning. And all I wanted to do is sleep. And I remember I got into bed, I curled up, I fell asleep. And no kidding, maybe a half an hour later, my next door neighbor was having a party, banging on the ceiling. It went on for like a couple of hours who was and, it?
0: Do you know, do you remember?
2: It was a guy named Joe. It wasn't Joe Webster because I love Joe Webster to death, but it was a, I think it was a gentleman named Joe. I'm not sure I can picture his face. He had really curly hair and a mustache. And I'm not exactly sure where he worked. He may have worked in like, I, I, I couldn't even tell you, he didn't work in, he wasn't a musician or anything like that, but maybe he was, I don't know. And, uh, but banging on the ceiling, right. It went on for probably like three or four days. Before I finally went, OK, I, I can't make I can't make the early stuff in the morning because I'm not getting any sleep. And I, I think the reason I I went to the cruise director was because I missed something in the morning and they were mad at me because I missed it. And I said, well, you know what? I remember sitting in the office and my cruise director at the time was Jim Ury. And I don't yeah. know if you remember Jim Ury. But
1: I remember Jim.
2: Nice, nice gentleman. Very, very competent. And I remember sitting across from his desk and he was like, What's the problem? And I he was sitting next to me, the, gen, the the guy that was banging on the ceiling. And I said, So-and-so is keeping me awake until three or four o'clock in the morning. And I can't get up at seven o'clock and be my best if I can't get rest, if I can't go to sleep. <laughs> and it
0: can't be best if I don't get rest. If
2: I don't get rest. And I said, so either he goes. Or I go. (laughs) And it was, he looked at me as like, he couldn't believe I said it. And I was like, I was like, that's the ultimatum. I said, I said, I want to do my best for you, but I can't do my best for you if he's taking that away from me. (laughs) So they ended up moving his cabin, which helped so much. I was so grateful. But the funny thing is, is that about 20 years later over at Disney, I remember running into Jim Marie and we talked about that story when he first started at Disney Cruise Line when I was at the studios um, backstage. And I remember seeing him going, oh my gosh, Jim Murray why are you here and he was like oh I'm starting a job over at Disney Cruise Line and I was like oh my gosh you remember when (laughs) and we started talking and it was really fun Uh, so it was like it had come full circle so it was really really interesting that was just one more story it was was really cool
1: that's what we love about this podcast because things come around I mean it's such a small
2: family you
1: run into people again and again
2: it really is. It's such a small world. And, you know, it's ironic because it's it's interesting that you say that, because when I was when Jim was starting with Disney Cruise Line over at Disney, Cara Boyd came over, if you know. Cara. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we We've actually had an
0: episode. We've Kilo Charlie.
2: Yeah. We hiked the Grand Canyon together, along with Maria to Maria, um,
0: yeah. If you
2: remember Maria. Yeah. Um, we all three hiked the Grand Canyon together and Kara started at Disney Cruise Line and then went to Alani and then Shelly Widiak she's working over at Disney Cruise Line as well. So there's a lot of people- who, and Ozair, Bally, and Teresa. Bally, and, whoa, yeah. Yep, all kinds of people ended up over at Disney Cruise Line after they left Royal Caribbean. So it's really inter- it's really interesting to see how that cruise line has grown. <laughs> and
0: Bally's Bally's wife was Teresa. Teresa, yeah. Long dark hair.
2: Long dark hair. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to remember. Was she a hostess or was she
2: hostess, I think? Was whatever she sure happened Spursion to them? manager?
0: Maybe, maybe that. I what know was she sister? wasn't like crew staff, crew staff like no, bingo no. and stuff, but she was either a hostess or or, or, ex.
2: i'm not sure what happened to to them i'm not sure if they're still there they might still be there they might not it's it's interesting how um i work over at the walt disney company now and i've been there for like 22 years it's interesting how big the company is but how small the company is very much like the, the cruise line industry and sometimes you run into people and sometimes you don't but because disney cruise line is a different business unit um, it's very rare that the two cross paths, and I'm at Disney Live Entertainment and they're over at Disney Cruise Line. so it's oh, very okay. rare that the two will two will mix. Um, because they're over at the port or they're in celebration. And uh-huh. I'm actually over in parks and the resorts area. So okay. it's, it's interesting.
0: Awesome. Let me ask you okay. um, a couple of last things. What would be maybe your favorite port?
2: Favorite port was a port that I didn't visit with Royal Caribbean. It was a port that I visited with, like, I think a princess cruise.
0: Doesn't um, matter. That's fine.
2: Because I was working as an art director on princess. Um, what? And, oh, yeah, we didn't even get tagged. Exactly. Why you didn't
1: time. even tell us about uh, yeah.
2: that? Uh, now, I, see, you open the file cabinet, <laughs> uh, and I was an art director's assistant, actually, and and I went to St. Petersburg, Russia. Oh, was wicked cool. You know, that's it, my
1: wheelhouse, right that's, there. I mean, that's favorite place to get thrown out of the bar.
2: <laughs> It's, it was fun and it was really beautiful. And I loved the architecture and the art. It was amazing to see the architecture 16. I mean, you could see the city 16 miles out. You know, they say, if you can see the city 16 miles out, it's got to be big. Buildings are massive. And so I really, really loved that because I mean, when you can stand in a museum like the Hermitage and cry, that's pretty amazing. Wow. Oh so, my God. Um, yeah.
1: When you go into the Hermitage and you go into a room, Room and the entire room is, uh, bank go.
2: yeah, it just blows golden. you away, yeah, it's amazing. And you know, the St. Catherine's Palace there, and just all that, oh, stuff. yeah, I mean, up in Pushkin, yeah, stunning. So, uh, that's I think one of my favorite, most, most favorite ports. My most memorable moment on ships, um, would have to have been, well, it'd have to be my, my first wedding, you know, because I it was in the islands and it was in this beautiful little country church. It was hotter than hell, but it was just all my friends were there and it was beautiful and quaint. And what and
1: island? Stuff. where was it?
2: It was in Barbados oh, okay. in oh. a little Island church there. And it was just so pretty. And it was, you know, the cast was there that I was production managing and all my crew staff members were there and it was just fun. And, and, it was lovely. And that was a really great fond memory.
0: Is Barbados the one that has the, um, the sugar mill?
2: Yes. I was
0: think that? it is. It had the, like the giant concrete things that were, yeah. we used to go up in the, and the old sugar mill stuff, but, um, yeah. I still have, there was a, I think it was called King's paradise or something like that, but I still have a towel from, from there that used to be on That's the, fun. on the, um, chairs that, by the uh-huh. pool.
2: I have boxes and boxes of things in my garage that I don't think I've looked at since I've moved in. And I have no doubt that I have like old sweatshirts from Royal Caribbean and old T-shirts and all this stuff. And I'm just like, I really should just get rid of <laughs> because I haven't opened it. But you know what? I, I hesitate only because, you know, it's just that those are fun things to remember, you know? Yeah. It's just fun stuff. And so I just, I need to go through all that stuff now.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, don't throw it away. Send it to I me. I'll hoard it for you don't throw it
2: away <laughs> I'll hold it for you. okay yeah.
0: i'll send it your way well cool oh my gosh michelle this has been so fun i can't i can't believe that i you know what eric is going to hate this especially that you work for princess and we didn't even dive into that because he's going to want to oh, know yeah. he was a what what was he A uh, uh, brad he, he i think he was one of the hiring managers or something like oh, that very so cool. he probably he was from you and yeah. and or or whoever your boss was or whatever because at that time he was corporate in
2: princess oh very neat oh that's cool yeah it's it's interesting how um those it's just but
1: honestly we're so glad we're rid of him but uh, <laughs> other than don't that, he would have he would have added a lot to this podcast. It, we miss him. Yeah, that's
2: fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll be back soon antagonizing you. Well, well, I, I've don't had a blast. I don't Thank think we're so bringing it back for having me. I, I, <laughs> it's been great. I've been I've had a blast. And uh, sorry, yeah. I, I my brain is a little fuzzy on a lot of things. I think I think if I were to do this again, I would probably uh, review every single photograph that I have for the dates. <laughs> Don't maybe worry that about
1: one. that at all because you did a
0: great job. Yeah, really yeah it was fantastic. Yeah. And maybe uh, maybe for season four or something, we'll have you back on. So that uh, that's another reason that. why don't don't uh, discard any of your past. Maybe no. the next time you can have your ship shape hat on and a Sea C-Trek shirt on with your Never name know. tag and, and maybe some ship shape dollars.
2: I have those name tags. They're like stashed wait, in a wait,
0: wait. Found, huge found, box. Them. I found these. Check it out.
2: Check it out! Get the heck out! Oh my god!
0: Uncirculated.
2: I can't sequential. even imagine. That's Not so even funny. bent. <laughs> you should photocopy those and reproduce them I love, and
0: love them i i, I gold, am gold. solid gold
2: that's fun i want you know stack.
0: when we when we go on to a, a Royal caribbean cruise next time i'm gonna have a stack of them and i'm just gonna give them out to like all the crew members they're not gonna have any idea they're not they're gonna, gonna like, have any clue why does this say Royal caribbean ship shape what is this
2: that's funny yeah oh my gosh ship shape dollars i remember those redemption times oh my yep. god <laughs> i don't have enough dollars for my cat no i need 10 i'm sorry
0: yeah i need ten. do do uh 25 push-ups i can't i just got done with 20. the
2: bu- buffet yeah down and give me 20 i'll give you one <laughs>
0: <laughs> so funny it
2: was the best awesome
0: anyway. oh my gosh cool. <laughs> That's uh nice. oh my gosh okay michelle let's uh let's because we'll go another 45 <laughs> oh minutes
2: gosh. yeah we yeah. will actually that'll be so, fun but
0: thanks so yeah. much for being on again You're it's well, great welcome. to see you i'm so happy you just made my made my whole week month You're very sweet so awesome well let's
2: let's not uh let's not make it another 27 years before we see yes like that. oh <laughs>
0: yes for yeah, sure i'm nice sure. not to gonna make it
2: <laughs> you're
0: not gonna make it yeah. oh my gosh yeah we're we're over we're it. on the like
2: slide <laughs> you don't look a day over 30 my
0: friend awesome right. thank you Michelle. Right. thank you Bye. thank you Bye. see you later oh my god that was awesome that
1: was so good just, that was exciting that was yeah i just that's uh, it's, it's It's so great having, even though I didn't know her, it's just so great having
0: a guest. She rolled through that whole thing, just rolled through it. That's how she has always been. She has been so fun and nice and funny and great and just would roll through everything and just, uh, it's like 25 years ha- hasn't passed. Well, that's what's great about
1: having entertainers on is you just kind of pass it over to them and they just they just entertain. That was awesome. Great, great ship.
0: Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast for bonus audio, and if you would like to see this podcast in video please visit our YouTube channel My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you would like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!